Hey, badasses. I'm Kelly Young, and I'm so glad you're here. It's just me today. If you've listened to other episodes, you know that my co-host is Stevie Kirsch, but she's out today taking care of her 103-year-old mother. Um, We agreed that we didn't want to miss the chance to bring you another story of an amazing woman, so we're just going to roll with it. Uh, That's what this podcast is all about. It's a podcast where we have the privilege to sit down and talk with women we think are living badassery lives. These are ordinary women doing extraordinary things, women who are social activists, moms, entrepreneurs, athletes, survivors, mentors, and in this case, an artist. Through this podcast, we want to lift others up and empower all women to own their badassery life. With each episode, we hope to awaken the badass in you by bringing you stories of powerful, beautiful, bold women like this one. Ashley Metro is an incredibly talented young artist who began her career in Austin, Texas, her hometown. She has an unrelenting focus to achieve her dreams and take full advantage of any opportunity made available to her. Before she turned 21, her career started to take off from creating backdrops for photo shoots to commission murals in some of Austin's most distinguished venues. Her professional resume really grew quick. Just a few days before her 20th birthday, she was personally selected by Gabby Carter to style and body paint the performer for the 2019 Pornhub Awards. Yep, I had no idea. No idea there was an award show honoring some of the best adult porn, adult uh, industry films, but we'll ask you about that a little bit later as well, too. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, that was new on me, but Ashley's using her talent to be a voice for positive change and hopes her artistic influence will lead to increased self-reflection for an entire generation of people who unsurprisingly are plagued by mental hurdles that most are yet to fully appreciate. So Ashley, we definitely want to talk about that as well too, but thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to, to be a part of this. Yeah, I love it. So I started to look at your um, Instagram and on your website and and uh, learn a little bit more about you. But you're this incredibly young, talented person. And, you know, talk about that. Like, when did you first start drawing and, and become how did you become who you are? I started drawing ever since I, I mean, or really creating ever since I could hold a pencil. I mean, I was so I mean, my parents could attest to that. I mean, I was Ever since I was really, really young, I would be painting and drawing as soon as I would wake up and before, and, uh, you know, as soon as I would go to sleep, I had like a dream journal right next to my bed. You know, as a three-year-old, I'd fucking get up and, you know, start sketching and drawing. I I have like my, some of my earliest, most impactful memories have been me in this uh, refrigerator box, completely naked, just painting the inside of it you know, for all day long. Oh my God. Was did you draw walls? Me. Like as a mom, I'm like, did you draw on walls? You probably did, didn't you? No, no. I was really? a well-behaved kid when I was younger. My yeah, parents like would always tell me that. They're like, you were so well-behaved. And then when you became a teenager, you were a nightmare. <laughs> well, we'll have to talk about that. Um, do you think, I mean, yeah. Do you think though, do you think artists are born artists or did you learn the art? I think that it was a little bit of both. I think that there's always been this innate uh, attraction I've had to art that I feel like a lot of people don't, you know, that some people don't necessarily get to relate to. 
I mean, some people are musically talented and, you know, it's very innate to them. Um, but it took a, like so many years of, um, of focusing on honing in on my, um, on my style and putting a lot of effort into um, painting every day or as often as I can to really develop it. So it's a little bit of both, I think. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. I'm always just curious because I have zero talent in the way of art and design, or maybe I'm not, or maybe I'm not nurturing it. Maybe I really am. And I don't know. No, you probably are. I think that most people have that ability. They just don't tend, you know, they don't necessarily go out of their way to put in the time. I mean, it's hard to, it's like riding a bike. The first time you're going to fall a few times and it's, you're not going to get exactly what you're looking for. When you practice and you, you know, put a lot of time and, you know, allow yourself to really focus in on it, it really does uh, develop. And I think that anyone can really create their own style if, and, you know, become a great artist if they really put their, you know, put their passion and their um, intention towards it. That's cool. That's cool. So my mom mind is going off and you said you were a bad teenager. I've got a, an 18 year old and a 15 year old. So now I'm curious about your teen years. So what, what were you like? I was cool as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was insane. I wasn't insane. I was really like, I had, I had such a cool upbringing because I grew up in Austin and Austin but before the pre-pandemic, right when I was kind of growing up and, you know, being a teen out here, there was some really awesome things happening. I mean, my, and my parents, like, I, you know, I have great parents, but they weren't necessarily really ever ready for me to just go out into the world like that. So, you know, oftentimes I would go for uh, sleepovers at my friend's house and then we'd end up go, go on, going on these insane adventures uh, during that time, actually, one of the things that really deeply inspired me was the art scene in Austin during that time, 20, like around 2017, 2016, when I was literally 17 or 18, wow. like okay. 16 or 17 years old. And there was these events called Cherry Cola Dog or in, uh, art parties that enters the warehouse. And there were these beautiful galleries that you'd walk into and you would, and they had all these insane artworks up on the wall, and I mean for ridiculously cheap, like five, three to five hundred dollars for these um, humongous masterpieces by these artists that are now incredibly prolific in Austin and are selling, you know, are in major galleries and doing great things. Um, but you know, you would walk out to the back and they'd be live painting, and you know, and everyone was doing drugs, and it was just this. Uh, really interesting environment for me to grow up in as a kid, like to sort of experiment and, you know, learn about the culture of Austin in yeah. a sense. That is a cool place to grow up, especially if that's your um, kind of your interest and your passion, or at least being curious about it as well too. Um, as a mom, so my daughter's 18 and she graduated high school early and her passion is flying. Like she wants to be a pilot. And so she graduated in December and then moved out to Arizona on her own and, um, lived with a cousin of ours and she studied and learned and flew and she got her 
yeah, private pilot's license. But I'm thinking like even that to allow that as a mom, I was like, oh my gosh. So I'm as sure as your parents, they're probably like wanting to keep you, you know, in a bubble, like all parents want to keep you in a bubble, but you were like, F that I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was, it was really hard for them to kind of realize that I wasn't going to college. Um, that was a really big rupture in our relationship for a few, for like a little bit, but I think it really took my dad, especially because my mom has always been supportive of anything I've done, but it, it really took my dad seeing what I was doing and, um, and seeing all the work I was putting into this to really, um, sort of, you know, um, support my, my, my journey. Yeah. Where are they now on that? Are they, are they fully supportive and. Oh yeah. About it? They're, they're, my, they're so excited. They love going to my shows and, you know, and seeing all my, you know, my works up. It's like, it's such a, it's like such a cool experience because I've been telling them my entire life, like, Hey, like I could do this. I don't need to go to college. I don't need. And I think they've realized it too. Like they, they didn't have to put me in art school or any, you know, in any college for that matter, because I mean, I would have been, um, I mean, art school is like hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's incredibly expensive. Yeah. So you saved them money. <laughs> I saved them a lot of money. I am doing this for you, mom and dad. Come on. Come on. I saved them a lot of money. Saved them a lot of money. So I've got to ask because when Stevie and I were um, prepping for the show and then, like I said, she wasn't able to join us, but she's like, you know, um, ask about the Pornhub Awards and this um, Gabby <laughs> Carter that you did because she's so good. You know, like, so what was that like again? And how did you get connected? And what did you do? Like, because um, you actually went out to L.A., right? Yeah. And then I ended up living with her. In LA. Okay. So for those of us who don't know, like, I feel like I don't know, uh, she's like a porn star. Like a major. Huh? Is she, so what is her background? So me and oh God, I can't say her real name on here. I'm, I'm going to have to catch myself. Me and Gabby have known each other for, um, for a while now. We've okay. always other through the Austin party scene okay. we always knew each other when we saw each other out and I remember hearing through the grapevine that she was a porn star and I was like that's sick <laughs> and then you know when we we saw each other out and we hung out I was like hey what if I just paid it on you for the Pornhub awards what if I I did like what if I styled you she, and we were and she was like yeah let's do it so I sent her over a mood board and I, um, and a few days before my birthday, I quit my job. I left my, my apartment in Austin, flew out to LA, uh, dropped all my classes, dropped all my college classes. Okay. This was a really hard week for me. And then I uh, turned 21, like, a, like literally a day or two before the Pornhub Awards. Okay. Not 21. I turned 20 a few days before the Pornhub Awards. And then I, I flew out there. I put everything together for like the styling, the outfits, the, uh, the appointments to get our hair done, everything, uh, nails, everything. And I 
spent four hours painting on her entire body. Wow. I went with her to the Pornhub Awards and it was absurd. I, I can't even explain the feeling that, that I, that I had seeing her walk around and, and watching everyone around her, just, just, just full body turns staring at her. It was the most insane feeling to see people just kind of, you know, her being this, still this really young, fairly new figure in the porn scene and having all these people just kind of gawk at her at how, because she looked insanely stunning at the show with the, the with the whole look. I don't know if you've seen it, but it, it was such a powerful, um, it was such a powerful look that I was, I feel like I was able to help her achieve. Is it on your Instagram? Because I I looked on your Instagram and I saw some other like maybe body art that you've done for others, but um, is that where, where can people find that? Like, can you, yeah, it's on my Instagram. Okay. So I have to look at, look at that again. Cause I didn't, I wasn't sure if I was looking at the right thing, but that's amazing. And for them to like be staring at her and knowing that that's you, like that's your art. So have you done other celebrity art or art for other celebrities or, um, any work that came from that? Um, I recently, uh, finished up an installation in uh, a friend of mine, uh, Dave Navarro's house. Um, it was Boston, LA. And he, uh, he's, he's pretty cool. He's a, so I, I got to, I got to do that. And, um, and how was that connection? Did you know him? Cause he's like, you know, this famous artist himself. So how, what was the connection there? Honestly, this is a really weird story. So I was, I was running around Melrose and I was graffitiing and I almost got detained okay. and by police. And I was, I was like, I just want to be like an artist. Like I'm just trying to express myself. And they were like, whatever, fucking let her go. She's right. <laughs> and then I, I ran into, uh, I ran down the street. I run into this little, um, a uh, parking lot area that that's used for murals and um, on Melrose. And I ended up meeting this prolific uh, street artist named Bandit. And he ended up, you know, later on taking me on as kind of, you know, kind of mentoring me and street art. But the next day he, he was like, Hey, you know what? Like you, you need to learn how to do this shit. Come by tomorrow. I'm going to be working on this mural. It was for Kobe because Kobe had just died and showed up the next day and I swear to God, I was like in shock for like 24 hours straight. No kidding. Um, and Dave just walks up to me. He's like, Hey, you know, like, and we, we ended up talking and then we exchanged, you know, uh, information. I didn't know who he was. I was going to ask. Yeah. Did you know who he was? <laughs> I didn't know who he was. I was just like, this guy seems like a cool dude. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He ended up reaching out to me later and he's and to ask if I could work on the, the install in his house. And apparently he's he told me that that he's actually followed my work. Wow. I even knew him. So it's kind of crazy. That is cool. How would you for like our um, listeners, how would you describe or define your style? Like what's your style? 
I mean, it's got to be pretty badass if you've got somebody like Dave Navarro following you, right? Uh, my style is like subconscious expressionism. I'm still trying to figure it out. Okay, I, that sounds pretty damn good. Or like bedroom contemporary. Like I don't know. I've, I've been I've been playing around with names. I'm not really sure what what it is yet. Um, but it is a it's like it's a part of it is this flow state that I achieve and I'm able to kind of create these patterns and um these really interesting forms um through layering or just you know um through just kind of letting these patterns flow and then I also imbue that with uh themes or ideas that I um that I sort of just kind of focus on Uh, or that I I put intention towards, I don't know, just different thoughts, ideas, experiences, um, just different things that I research. It's cool. So I would encourage people to to check you out on um, Instagram for sure and see, because it's just like this. um, Yeah. I don't know how you would define it either, but it's pretty, pretty cool and different and abstract and, amazing and you've also done some cool collaborations right like I saw uh you did like shoe and and sweatshirt maybe was that was that with another company um I've done I will do I have not yet put out any mass-produced printed works of of clothing or anything because I actually started in fashion design okay when before I even wanted to do art, I wanted to be a fashion designer. I want to go to FIDM or FIT or Parsons, any of them. I, I, I just really wanted to get into fashion design. So now I'm really picky when it comes to what I put my work on. Uh, unless it's like a, so if someone gives me a designer shoe or a designer purse or just any, anything that is um, something that I can, customize it's much easier for me and much more um I guess moral not moral yeah that's weird when it comes to I don't know it's so I haven't put out any um any mass-produced clothing or anything yet well you're probably protecting your brand that you're building as well too and uh, your art I would imagine so uh, I I think that's amazing I think that's cool I love that you said at one point I saw you said something about um failing and it said or you said I'll fail a million more times if that means I get to live the life I dream of so talk about that because do you feel like you've failed and if so at what or are you preparing to fail I, I think that what I've learned this far in my career is that I've not necessarily failed. I'm just sort of weeding through the, 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 the brush, if that makes sense. Okay. Like there's just going to be, to I, I'm just realizing more and more, there are so many layers to doing this type of work and it's going to and uh every obstacle that I, I get to I'm gonna have to to figure out how to make things work for myself 
And so I don't, I'm, I'm starting to kind of reassess and see things less as failures and more as learning lessons and, um, and uh, solutions as opposed to problems. And that, that's something someone recently kind of, um, I had a conversation with one of my friends about, about uh, that particular you know, kind of language. And um, that's kind of how I'm focusing on seeing all the issues that are coming up. Yeah. The, the problems that I've had have really been, have mostly been um, just dealing with relationships honestly, in this industry, because I think there is a lot of, um, there's a lot of tension in the art world. And there's a lot of people who take advantage of young artists like me. And I think a lot of people see me as someone, you know, who is young and they, and new and, um, you know, very motivated. And they often try to take advantage of that. And I think it's so funny now because I can, I, because I look like this cute little, you know, this little cute little blonde girl that anyone can step out on, but I've made it quite clear with everyone that they can't do that anymore, that they can't even try. And, you know, I mean, does that mean I lose some opportunities? Sure. But I would rather be, uh, heavily respected than treated like um like something someone could just uh you know i don't know as someone you know as someone that can be taken advantage of yeah well one of the things we love about this podcast is really talking about with women about like embracing their badassery and it sounds like that's what you're doing like i am a badass and i'm not taking your shit anymore and you're worth a lot and uh, you're talented, talented and your, your skill and, and the beauty that you bring to others is amazing. So I love that. You're like, yeah, no, I may be young, um, but, but I'm, this is who I am and this is where I'm going and almost inviting them into your life and not um, asking to be invited. Yeah. I, I mean, I've, uh, towards the beginning of my career, primarily I've, dealt with so so many people kind of trying to like cut corners to get me to do stuff for them um and I've been manipulated so many times <laughs> like so many times especially when I was 18 when I was oh, like yeah. before I was even really getting into the art world you know getting into fashion design and brand and working with brands and doing photo shoots and everything it was even worse it was it was a you know, how, how much people really did fuck with me. Yeah. Um, That's too bad. Well, hopefully you're not taking that shit anymore. And you're like, you know, I'm I still have to deal with it all the time. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll get really excited about projects and I'll, I'll, you know, and someone will be like, we're doing this, we're, we're doing this project. I'm like, awesome. I'm so excited. Can't wait to get everyone on board for it. I start planning everything out. I start putting my energy in it. And then, suddenly that same person who was hyping me up about this project we we're about to work on with, you know, whatever big um, reputable person that, that it was going to be, it could be with. And then they 
you know, end up ghosting me or just kind of not following through on it or, and I'm just learning how to, I think the biggest obstacle for me has been learning how to let things go when, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm probably navigating it as well too. Um, yeah. Getting the whole art world and, and business world and that, you know, all that comes with it. I want to ask um, real quick, cause I know we're kind of running out of time, but uh, you mentioned uh, using your art for positive change. Can you talk a little bit about that and what your, you know, hope and vision is? I want to create art that people are forced to look at. I think that there's often, you know, there's so much art that I think focuses on just screaming one thing and, you know, and kind of carrying a particular message. But I think that um, people necessarily don't attach to the things like that as much because of how um, short-winded everyone is in our world. Like we, we spend two seconds looking at something and then we're moving on to the next thing because that's what we're used to. And I think a lot of my work is very detailed and you're, and so it almost forces you to look into it to see those messages um, that I think really, that I, I, I kind of focus on um, kind of creating more questions for people to ask themselves rather than answers. Oh, that's cool. You also mentioned that you wanted to um, pursue charity opportunities to help people in need. Talk about, talk about that. Do you have like a certain um, passion or um, area of interest? I have, oh, there's so many things that I, that I really want to contribute to. Um, primarily, I, I want to look at and find a way for me to work with programs that can help me um, sort of with just like art education in general. I think there's too many pe children that are told from quite, like such a young age that they can't do this. And I, you know, from when I was super young, I was always told that I, that being an artist wasn't a viable thing when it absolutely is. It just takes a lot of effort to do. And I think I, I really want to work with programs that can really help me um, get into a space where I can encourage other young people to, um, to try and give them the tools and, um, to make that more accessible. Yeah. With all that you've done and, and kind of what you have planned for the future, what are you most proud of? I am, I I'm most proud of my the the drive that I that I've built up over time and how um I really like I guess like my resistance to not giving up. Yeah. <laughs> I guess like there's so many projects that I can say that I'm really proud of and excited for, but I know that this isn't the beginning. This is only the beginning. And there are some projects that I really want to work on in the future that are much bigger and grandiose that I'm really excited about. Um, to say that I, I have any one particular thing that I'm proud of, it's really hard to say because I'm constantly making new stuff that gets me more and more excited about where I'm, um, how I'm developing as an artist. 
Yeah, I love it. That's such a great answer too, because you have so much more. You have so much more coming. You have so much more to offer as well too. Well, so the last question I'm going to ask you is a question that we like to ask everyone. And it's as we you know, close out the podcast, we always like to ask our guests about their gift. You certainly have the gift of art and your talent, but you know, what other gifts do you think that you have and how do you like to share that with others? Because there's so many different incredible gifts that we think women have. What do you, what do you think yours is? I think, I mean, my gift is definitely my, um, the artistic flow state that I'm able to access at any given time. But I think that as what, you know, as far as internally, I think my, something that I really want to um, to inspire in other people is um, just the plain fact that like anyone can do this. I, I want, I want people to know that, 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 um, that being an artist and, you know, being a woman in the art scene, which is an incredibly difficult thing to do an incredibly mm-hmm. difficult thing to do is completely viable. And, it takes a lot of fucking work, but it it is so needed right now. It is incredibly needed for young, um, beautiful people to be working their asses off to make a, uh, a mark in the art world right now. And I want to encourage anyone, especially if they're in Austin or just anyone who is a young artist who is aspiring to get to the same place where that I've been able to get to, to reach out and and to try. I, I think I, I, what I want to see more than anything is a culture is a real movement that can reshape the art community because there is it is it's kind of disturbing the the people that are representing the art world right now it's and I, I hate to I hate to say it but it's all rich white men a lot of which have done things in their past that are not accepting towards women that are that are incredibly disturbing and I hate to say this I'm going to bring it up right now because I get very emotional over these things but there there's like one of the most prolific artists in the modern art scene right now one of the the, um, one of the few living artists that actually has a platform right now is an artist called Retina and he has been and he has multiple sexual assault and physical assault uh, allegations against him by multiple women uh, from multiple shows. And yet he is still being sold as one of the major artists in the, the current scene right now. And what does that say about women? What does that say about what, where our place is in the art world right now? It shows that they are allowing this man who has literally physically uh, hurt and, and assaulted, you know, woman to, to hold a platform and so in, a, in a space where women don't even have much of a voice unless they are sexualized. Sorry. No, I, I wish we had more and more time because I, I'm just, you know, that curious about that and that platform. My hope for you, um, Ashley, is that you use your talent and that you use your voice and you use that big heart of yours and that badassery that I know that you have to to change that because that pisses me off hearing that. I'm not, you know, in the art space to know and to to follow that. I'm, you know, now I'm, I, I want to know more and I want to support the work. And I, you know, Stevie and I are always supportive of all women and their talents and their work. So if there's 
anything that we can do to to use and leverage our platforms, please let's, you know, let's uh, connect even offline on this to see, you know, what we can do to support you in that powerful platform and absolutely keep using your voice uh, to, to, to speak up, number one, because sometimes women don't do that. And then to follow that. It's so um, hard. Yeah. I mean, if it were easy, everybody would do it, right? Um, yeah. If it, the hard thing is something that's going to take someone like you, Ashley Metro, to make a difference <laughs> and use your voice and your talent to make that difference. And when that happens, we're going to be like, hell yeah, we know her. <laughs> we know <laughs> we support her. And um, yeah, I just wow, I'm I'm just so inspired by you and and your work and and just even that last bit of that conversation makes me want to just just follow you and, and follow your success and, and your, your voice to make change. So I hope that you do become that advocate that you are very passionate about becoming. So continue yeah. on that road. Um, before we leave, where can people find you? And I know your Instagram account, but I'm going to have you say your Instagram account so people know where they can find you. My Instagram is Ashley fucking Metro. <laughs> I love it. And when and- I, Oh, uh, abstractideology.com. Okay. So go back to Instagram real quick. You chose that for what reason? Everyone in high school, or not in, in high school, everyone growing up used to always like refer to me as Ashley fucking Metro. I would walk into a party and everyone would be like, Ashley fucking Metro's and they like just always. Or if they were talking shit about me, they'd be like, Ashley fucking Metro. <laughs> and... One day, my friends were hanging out, and my friend just changed my name to Ashley fucking Metro on Instagram, and it's just stuck. I've tried changing it back, and everyone's like, no, change it back to Ashley fucking Metro. I'm like, okay. Okay. Oh, I guess That's it's staying. I love it. Well, hey, own it. Own it and own that badassery life. Ashley, thank you so much for being here with us today, for sharing your story with us. It's it's definitely one when we uh, started following you and, and reading more about you and looking at your art, we, we knew that you were quite the badass and we look forward to, like I said, following your success and following your advocacy work as well too. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you to all you badasses out there listening. We'd love to hear what you think. Write a review or shoot us a message at badasserylife at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at Badassery Life and on Instagram at badassery underscore life. A shout out to Kevin McLeod for our podcast music and our badass producer, Jenny Duran. Until next time, keep being your badass self. Badass.